0: Third headed. Don't cause a brother in the Lord to stumble. Verses thirteen through eighteen. Don't cause a brother in the Lord to stumble. Verses thirteen through eighteen. Don't cause a brother in the Lord to stumble. Verses thirteen through eighteen. And let's read verses thirteen through eighteen. Verse thirteen. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him who esteems anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if your brother be grieved with your meat, Now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with your meat for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. So, What it says in verse 13, it says, let us not therefore judge one another anymore. What it's really saying is, let us no longer have the habit of criticizing one another. When we criticize something or someone that belongs to the Lord, we are criticizing the Lord. Yes, we are. Even if a believer has failed, that gives us no reason or excuse to criticize them. After all, we have failed as well. <laughs> but we so easily get sucked into that. Oh man, I can't believe that they did that. So you have never blown? You never failed, But we so easily, we get... Sucked right in, and really, most of the time, it's because you're not looking at Calvary. Yeah. My dad talked about humble, humble yourself before the Lord. Humble yourself before the Lord, and in due time, He will exalt you. Christ gave up everything, yeah, in order to come down and save men. He set aside his deity in order to come down and save men. Something that he created. He gave up Before the Lord, and he'll exalt you in due time. That's what happened with Christ. Christ humbled himself even to the death of the cross. Lord this, God this is your will for my life, to die on a cross. I trust you. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Humbled himself before the Lord even to the death of the cross. And he was exalted. Now he's in an exalted position A Savior of the world. Yeah. For us, humble yourselves to what? The cross. Humble yourselves to the goal. What does the cross say? The cross says that you can't do it in and of yourself. Mm-hmm. Deny yourself. Take up the cross daily. Yeah. Follow after Christ. You. You don't have what it takes to be righteous. You don't have what it takes to be holy. You don't have what it takes to live for God. Humble yourself. See that you don't. Faith in the cross will humble you. It says that you can't, but He can and He did. So as you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, Calvary, then you're exalted. Because now you have a position that you would never have yes, on your own. Yes. Only in Christ could you have that position. Yes. yes. So you humble yourself yes. and then you find that you get exalted amen. to an inheritance that is not your own. But it's been you've been adopted into the family, brought into the joint. God, indeed, heirs that's the word of it. <laughs> <laughs> Joy heirs with Christ humble yourself to Calvary God's redemption plan and he will exalt you yes, mm-hmm. yes. thank you Lord and if you humble yourself to God's redemption plan Calvary you'll yes. that's what we fight the fight of faith yeah. you humble yourself to that And the spirit of God moves in your heart and life and we see it come out in our daily life towards our brothers and sisters in Christ. We look at it wrong most of the time. I need to be this way to my brothers and sisters in Christ right now. I need to be this way. This has to happen. I need to humble myself. Humble yourself to faith in the cross. And God will do the rest. Yes. 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 That's the fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Paul told Timothy, "Do he didn't say fight against sin? Fight to be good." He said, "Fight the good fight of faith." Why is it a good fight? Because you win. Yes. 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 Amen. That's right. This declaration by Paul is in the Lord and from the Lord, and not merely in his own reasoning power. Now this is where we. Verse 14, what Paul declares from 14 till 18, that is, he's saying, this is from the Lord, this is not my own, this is from the Lord. So basically, Paul could say, "Thus say the Lord. Paul knew what salvation in the Lord meant, and it had nothing to do with rituals and ceremonies. Remember, Paul was a Pharisee among yeah. Pharisees. He knew the law, Mosaic law, inside yeah. out, backwards, upside down. He knew it. Yeah. And he would have followed it at one time. But yet now, a man that followed something with all of his heart that strongly now says that uh, it doesn't matter. Paul knew what salvation in the Lord meant, and it had nothing to do with rituals and ceremonies. Paul's position had come to this point due to a revelation from Jesus Christ. Remember, he was a Pharisee among the Pharisees; it yes. had to be revealed to him. Yeah. Therefore, the place and position he holds now regarding these things is permanent. For he said, "I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that the position that he now holds, he will not." budge, because it's been revealed to him by Jesus Christ and he knows it in his heart. This is right. There is nothing unholy or impure in a ritualistic or ceremonial fashion. In the manner in which things were originally created by the Lord, there is nothing unclean. Pork is not unclean. A lack of understanding and knowledge concerning the finished work of Calvary is what causes a believer to view something as unclean. Even though such may be silly, and speaking of the eating or not eating of certain things, the one who is strong in faith must not wound this weak brother or sister, even though you know that it doesn't matter. You're not to wound them by using your liberty in Christ. Right. Yeah. Christ paid a tremendous price for the person's redemption. Consequently, the small price we are asked to pay regarding concern for a weaker brother or sister is not unreasonable to say the least. Christ, Christ. Christ gave up everything. He paid a tremendous price for your salvation. So it's not an unreasonable thing that you would be asked to pay a small price of not using a Christian liberty in front of a weaker brother. It's really a small thing to ask compared to the price that Christ paid. Yeah, that's true. Your good, uh, which is in uh, verse 16, your good pertains to the liberty which is found in Christ. Verse 16 says, Let not then your good, your liberty which you have in Christ, your good, be evil spoken of. If your liberty in Christ, which is good, would possibly injure another conscience and walk with God, is, is pointed to by others as evil. So if I use my liberty in Christ to do to eat meat in front of someone that feels that that's sin. I'm wounding that brother or sister. And I'm using my Christian liberty. The liberty I have in Christ to do it. And therefore, even though it is good. Because I do have that liberty in Christ. It's now evil spoken of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Even in our liberties in Christ. We must consider others. The kingdom of God is not rules, regulations, ceremonies, or rituals. Righteousness is righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Ghost. Righteousness here speaks of practical, ethical sense, as shown in moral rectitude toward men. Peace here is mutual concord among Christians. The true kingdom of God does not produce dissension and quarreling among Christians, but rather peace. Man-made rules and regulations bring discord, hence we have like 30 different (laughs) denominations. Joy, uh, the word joy is common joy arising out of the prevalence of rectitude and concord in the church. Without the Holy Spirit, none of this exists. The apostle says that these are the great matters in the church, not eating food or drinking. Right, yeah. The great matters of the church is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, not eating and drinking. Eating and drinking are not essential in Christian fellowship, but righteousness, peace, and joy are absolutely fundamental. Most of the things that cause the most problems between believers is what we would call majoring in the minors, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we want to argue about just mm-hmm. <coughs> some of the dumbest stuff, <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's what we want to argue about, whether the Sabbath is a Saturday or a Sunday, or yeah. 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 whether you can't wear jewelry or you can't, you, can't, you can't wear makeup, I'm sorry that has nothing to do with your salvation, so mm-hmm. I don't But yeah, we'll argue over it. We'll we'll fight battles over it. We'll fight to the death (laughs) (laughs) Um, over something that's (laughs) (laughs)
1: unconscious.
0: That's not the word. Unconscious. Doesn't matter. That's what we'll fight about. We may drop. I mean, we just and what we're doing is ripping the body of Christ apart. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. Just like in the Old Testament when the priest has a concubine and then she gets raped and ripped into 12 pieces. And they send one to each tribe. Mm-hmm. When you fight over stupid stuff, that's what you do in the body of Christ. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't matter. It, it, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Whether you wear makeup or you don't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm concerned about if your faith is in Christ, not... That's it not whether you wear makeup or you don't wear makeup. And even if you believe that Mm -hmm. by not wearing makeup it makes you more holy, then you know what? I won't wear makeup. Mm Good (laughs) for you. You get the (laughs) Good. Even though I know that at the end of the day it means nothing. I think that if if we tend to focus more on the object of our faith and where our faith should be, God will take care of a lot of those other things. You know, we don't have to take... He doesn't need our help yeah. to change the person next to us. Yeah. He doesn't need our help to change ourselves because we can't even do that. Yeah. He just needs us to stay focused on Him, yeah. the object yeah. of the faith. Yes. That's it. Yes. That is that is our only job. Yes. Yes. That's it. And we, we failed that one job. <laughs> <laughs> Because we do, we get sidetracked so easily on the things that don't. That's not going to help you. What you need to do is fight the good fight of faith. Mm, That's it. Keep your eyes, keep your faith in Christ and the cross. God is the one that sanctifies both you and your brother or sister in Christ. Don't don't judge another man's vessel. When you're also just a vessel, right? Mm -hmm. But yet we'll look at another vessel, another believer, and we'll say, "Well, that ain't right. He's still on the potter's wheel." That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's still on the potter's wheel, and guess what? You are too. Yeah. And there's stuff in your life too. Yeah. We all are. None of us have Mm arrived. The whole idea, you do have liberty in Christ, but the Governing Principle, and was said it before and it's so powerful. The Governing Principle for the Body of Christ is love, yes. not rulers and authority, love. Though I have the freedom in Christ, and the example that I was going to give was, I went and played volleyball, I love volleyball. I went and played volleyball at an apostolic church, but they believed that you had to wear pants, not shorts, if you're a guy you gotta wear pants. Whenever I went to go play volleyball there, guess what I wore? Pants. Sure. Mm -hmm. Pants. Mm -hmm. Do I think that that means anything as far as holiness goes? Nope. But I'm not gonna demand that I use my Christian liberty just to wear shorts. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which would be I could wound yeah, right. yeah, one yeah. of their consciences. And all because I'm demanding my Christian liberty to wear shorts. Come mm-hmm. on. Be mature. Yeah. That's the example that I had in my life. It's just shorts, right? Just right. pants. Bring on the pants. <laughs> I'll play volleyball in pants. Bring it on, yeah. Even though I have the freedom to wear shorts, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be so stubborn, yeah, and prideful, right. Even though I know that scripture says that they would be the weaker brother and I would be the stronger. And it says, as the stronger brother wear pants. Yeah. That's That's what the Lord told me. As the stronger brother wear pants. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Because where was my where's my holiness found? In Christ. 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 Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. So as we'll see later on, it, I'm, Even though I'm wearing the pants, doesn't mean i forfeited my freedom because I know it means nothing. Therefore, yeah. I'm still right. operating in the freedom that I have in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. you picking your battles. Yeah. Yeah. The difference is they they don't believe that. Yeah. So they're bound by that. Yeah. I wear pants, but I'm not bound by it. I mm-hmm. believe that I have freedom. Mm-hmm. See the difference? We'll see more next week as we finish up that chapter and get into the next chapter. But I really hope that you've seen something that you didn't see before, learned something that you didn't uh, know before, and see the responsibility that you have now that we are understanding the cross in a better way. So now you don't have these. But remember, I told you this class is a good thing. But at the same time, you can't claim ignorance now. <laughs> <laughs> Who much is given? Yeah. Much, yeah. much is yeah. required. So now the Lord's saying, Praise God. Now that you know the Lord's saying, Praise God. The Lord is saying, now that you know what you have in Christ, the liberties that you have, you know you have them. You're a stronger brother in the Lord, sister in the Lord. Now act like it. Mm. And don't demand. It. Your liberty yeah. to wound a brother or sister this week. That's
1: good. I'm done.
0: That's good <laughs> good